Hey guys, welcome to Dingbat Discussions episode 2. We actually forgot to record the intro whilst we were doing the podcast, so I'm doing it now from the future. In this episode, you're going to learn more about me and Brit instead of Little and Ahi and Mother Duck. Take it away past me and Brit. <clears throat> Starting at uh, age and location again. Oh, no, not again, but... Oh, no, yeah, not, not like we've tried to record this three times. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I made a funny joke about fucking... Nah, I can't even... I can't even explain it. But you made a funny joke about Habbo Hotel. It wasn't even a funny joke. It was just... It was funny, funny in the moment. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is our uh, third time starting this, this recording. Is, this is episode because... four. Episode four, because Jack, in the first place, accidentally turned his computer off because he leant on the power button, and then in the second place, didn't connect his microphone to OBS to record this. So yeah. we're going to try. I think everything's one last good time. now. One last time. <laughs> okay, so. Let's give the audience a little rundown on ourselves. So, ASL, age, sex, and location. Jack, go. Um, 21, male, England. Nice. I am 24, female, and Australia-based. Australia. Australia. <laughs> okay, so... Give us a rundown of, on where you are in life. Jack, what do you do? Um, what do you do for life things? Oh, well, I study visual effects and animation and stream and literally do not do anything else. Like, I'm a boring person. No hobbies? Gaming? Gaming's oh, one of your hobbies. Gaming's a hobby, but I do it on stream now. I don't really play games yeah. off stream anymore. Um, yeah, fair. I used to play football, um, but that is... Not happening because coronavirus, so. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. How Do you reckon you? you'll get back into it once coronavirus yeah. eases up? But okay, cool. I need to get fit again. <laughs> fair. Um, me, I um, I work in marketing for a defense company that builds remote weapon stations. Super badass. Um, and stream on Twitch. Stream Call of Duty. And I sing and play guitar in spare time. There we go. Well, that's not just in spare time. Okay, yeah, I sing and play guitar f for the monies. <laughs> but mostly, at the moment, mostly in my spare time. Yeah. Which is cool. Oh, it keeps me nice and busy. Cool. Nice and busy. Uh, so what, what got you into, um, what was it? Graphic, digital... Uh, visual effects. Oh. Visual effects, that's it. <laughs> what got you into that? <laughs> um, I used to always draw with my granddad. Um, he's a good drawer, I cannot draw for shit. Um, then I did digital art in high school, which was like painting and Photoshop, but I didn't really enjoy that, but I enjoyed like the idea of it. And then my mate went to uni to do exactly what I'm doing now, and I saw his work and was, that seems cool. I'm going to go do that. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that straight out of high school, or? No. I um, went to uni to study film, and hated that. And then I, then I went to do visual effects somewhere else, and that uni was just a bad uni. 
which is my third time. Yeah. Which is the same amount of times we've tried to record this episode. And I usually <laughs> am successful on the third one, so this should be fine now. Fingers crossed. Can you imagine if we get to the end of it, though, and it's like, oh, my microphone wasn't recording. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Be... I have to just check. Yeah, I checked mine, too. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you? Because what, you didn't want to... Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you didn't want to do what you're doing now, including streaming, when you were a baby. Yeah, <laughs> when I was a baby. Yeah. Okay, we're going to start from there. When I was four years old, <laughs> no, actually though, so when I was four years old, I was dead set that I was going to become a pilot in the Air Force. And I carried that through until year 12. Like every school teacher I ever had knew that I wanted to become a pilot in the Air Force. Um, and, what, um, what age is year 12 for people that... Oh, at 18. Yeah. 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 And... um yeah, when I was just about to turn 17, I put in my application for the Air Force and started the application process when I was 17 and passed, passed a heap of the testing. It was all good, looking, looking positive. And actually, I also re uh, repeated year 11 so that I'd be more competitive for it. So <laughs> I moved schools uh, halfway through year 11 which kind of stuffed up my grades. Like, I still got good grades, but in my eyes it wasn't enough to become a pilot. So I just decided to repeat year 11. All my, all my teachers were like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, just in case. I need to make sure I get, get this job. And, um, yeah, passed a heap of the testing and then got to medical and they were like, oh, you, you have severe asthma. You can't do this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was absolutely distraught <laughs> i was so upset um, um so like um sorry and then after that did you have anything else you wanted to do like i don't know if because i actually don't know if the job you have now is what you wanted to do no no when i so when i when i realized i couldn't become a pilot i was applying for a heap of different jobs in the air force because in my mind if i wasn't in defense then what like, what job was I going to do? There weren't any other jobs in my mind. So <laughs> I applied for a heap of other jobs in defence. And then at the end of year 12, I um, I joined up the... Uh, I signed up for the engineering class at my school and started soldering and working on um, drones. And we, we used to build fixed-wing drones and compete in competitions. And so that sparked my interest for... Um, for electronics and when I when I was leaving school I applied for two different unis one to become a teacher and then one to do um, software engineering and um, I, I didn't think I'd get accepted for either because after I found out that I couldn't become a pilot I kind of gave up on school <laughs> so I got very very bad grades in year 12 and um, somehow still got accepted into uni for software engineering did that for about six months and then realized that I didn't like the software side. I liked the hands-on side. So I then left, dropped out of uni and started an apprenticeship as an electrician and did that for six months. And then there was a uh, situation with pay and work and all that sort of stuff. 
You can cough, by the way, because I can edit out your audio while I'm talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, situation with um, pay and work conditions that unfortunately I ended up leaving that job and starting an apprenticeship as an electronics engineer. And then that's where I started working in defense. <laughs> but my plan was always to move over to marketing because when I was in year 12, I went to a defense trade show with my dad and really, really loved it and said, like, this is what I want to do. But all of the guys that were working in business development and marketing, they were all ex-military or ex-technicians. So they had that sort of experience. They, they had like a, a background that gave them legitimacy when they were selling the products. So that's why I um, did the electronics engineering apprenticeship first and then went over into marketing. Well, yes. So that's you're in... Story. Yeah, um, you're in the right, like, field for, like, one, because, like, a pilot was, like, defense, and what you're working in now is defense, but obviously yeah. it's a very different kind of... Very different position to what I thought I'd be in, but, I, yeah, I've always wanted to be in defense industry, at least. And, and now I know that defense industry was a much better option for me than defense because I have a very short attention span. And um, considering I only work part-time now, if I was in defense as a pilot, I wouldn't have that option. <laughs> I would be signing my life away <laughs> sort of thing. Do you reckon um, you would, if you could, you go back and would you go back and be a pilot? No, no. definitely not. Yeah. So where I'm at now, I am like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I've, I've had the chance to travel so much with work to places that I would never have thought to travel to, like just for fun. I mean, I was going to say like, I was going to talk about Twitch, but you've already, we already did that. Like I was going to ask like, what, like what happened with Twitch? Actually, I have one question about Twitch that might seem a mm -hmm. bit random just thrown in the middle. Have you had a defining moment with Twitch where you'd say that you were like, okay, I can like do something with this? Yes. Yes. When? So, <laughs> so I always like, once I started streaming, my, my goal was always to make, make it a thing, I guess, make it something that I could one day live off, but it was, it was very much just this big idea in my head. Um, probably about, a month ago is when I started feeling like it could actually happen because my viewer count jumped from like, I think it was 18 to 25 and then it jumped to 50 to 60. So, so was, like yeah. around the time you hit 2k. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about you? Have you had a moment like that yet? Um, I, like probably not like a, as clear but I, I don't know when I um like came back from my break and then people started watching me doing whatever game instead of watching me for the specific game. I was like, okay, this I could probably push on with and see where it goes. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I wouldn't say it's that's one of those things where I'm like, I know I can make something from this, but it's like I can definitely give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And and I feel that like, I feel like if you approach it the right way and put in enough effort, like it, it's more more than likely to happen. Yeah, going back to your life, 
but not career-wise. Mm-hmm. How was how was childhood? How was childhood? Yeah, <laughs> childhood was good. Yeah, I um, so I was born in Darwin, which is at the very top of Australia, um. And because my dad's ex-army, we didn't move around heaps like a lot of the other army brats, but we moved from Darwin to Wagga Wagga and then back to Darwin and then we um, came down to Canberra. So it was pretty cool. We didn't move as much though because my brothers got autism. So um, Defence is really good with special needs kids and understands that they don't like much change. So they limited our our moving, which was pretty good. but yeah, really good, really good and stable childhood. I think, like, because my parents are still together, um, that made a big difference to stability. Would you say? Like, even though my dad was away a lot of the time, <laughs> like yeah. a lot of the time, it was still it was still really stable. Say so it was a normal, well, normal childhood. I would say it was um, above normal. Like, I, I travelled a lot as a kid, like, overseas and stuff. When Whenever my dad went on deployment, uh, on his mid-tour break, we would always meet him somewhere overseas to make yeah. it, like, a bit of a holiday. So I I think I was, I was really lucky with that, especially when I look at a lot of my peers. They weren't... They didn't travel until they were in late high school or after high school. So with your dad being away a lot, was you not really close to him? Uh. I, I'm actually quite a daddy's girl, <laughs> to be completely honest. Like, I've always been a real tomboy. Um, I think I've only really, like, girlied up <laughs> the past couple of years. Um, but, like, I used to always help my dad in the shed, um, like, building stuff. He, he built my bedroom suite, so he was really big in, into woodwork. Um, big in, in cars as well, so I've always had an interest in cars. Um, yeah, I've, I've found that it never really affected mine and my dad's relationship. We're still, like, we're really close. Yeah. Um, said, uh, you don't have to answer any question I ask because we've, no, plan- no. we've planned any of these questions. Yeah. Would you say when you were younger, you were close to your dad than your mum? Or would you say it was a very different... V- different relationships. Yeah. Very different relationships. So, um... I'm talking about, like, under 10, by the way. Not, like, a teenager. I'm talking about a child. Oh, yeah. I... I don't... I don't really remember. I've... I feel like I've always had, um... The same sort of strength of relationship with both of them. I've... I've never favoured one over the other. Yeah. We should go to your early... (laughs) <laughs> we can do we can do my early my early times mm-hmm. um so i was i was born <laughs> in 1998 um um, oh. um i was born in a place called warrington nice it's a shithole <laughs> um i was born into a weird as fuck family with three <laughs> Technically half-sisters, but the sisters, like, I see them pretty much, well, when I was a younger. A, yo- a younger? When I was a younger <laughs> being, I saw them every day. Um, and I just, I don't really know, like, I don't remember anything until I was seven, really. But as far as I'm aware, 
it was normal. Like, there was nothing. I remember, like, the odd, like, time that I'd hear my mum and dad arguing and stuff, but it was nothing, like, I wouldn't say it was out of the ordinary. Like, every couple argued. But, and I remember, like, my sisters letting me stay up later, and when my parents come in the room to check, my sisters would hide me. So, like, in a way, like, that's, like, a very normal kind of, like, childhood. Mm. And then when I was seven, eight, nine, my parents split up. And then this is where I got a bit crazy. <laughs> still am now. I'm still weird as fuck now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, so my mum left. Um, well, this is in the eyes of a seven-year-old. Um, my mum left and took all my sisters with her. Which I actually found out wasn't true. Like, this is from... I'm just going off memory. Like, apparently one of my sisters stayed with me for six months because she felt bad leaving me. But I don't remember that at all, so I'm not going to say that. Um, yeah, so she took all my sisters, and it, it was just... It went from, like, this, like... Technically, like, probably, like, three best friends at the time. And my mum to just me and my dad. Yeah. And my dog. And my dog. Um... And then, yeah, I just kind of, like, didn't really get on with my mum after that. I would say I still don't, really. Not in, like, my relationship now is better with my mum than it was, like, even, like, two years ago. And then it was better two years ago than it was two years ago. Like, it's mm. always getting better, but... Um, and, like, I lost... I wouldn't say I lost contact with my sisters then. I, I say lost contact. I could ring one of them right now. Um, but I just don't speak to them as much as I did in the past. And I know we were kids then, we're busy now, but there's like one I speak to and the, the other two I don't really get a chance to speak to. And then if we're not getting deep into that yet, um, I'd say after that, like, it was still pretty, it obviously affected me and my parents weren't the nicest people to each other and used me in that there was like legal disputes about it and stuff i still say that like after seven onwards it's still relatively normal like i still had no issue making friends i still remember going out playing football climbing trees playing games every day and stuff and i was never like it was just a bit weird that like i had like two kind of lives like one with my mum and one with my dad, like, and I was not a nice person at my mum's. And like, this was like, a, I know like most people, but a seven year old can't really be evil. But I was fucking at my mum's, like, I wasn't nice to my mum. I mean, she wasn't nice to me, but it was like a two way thing. And she used to drink a lot. And let's hope she doesn't watch this. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, yeah, like, I don't, me and we just didn't get on. Like there was a time when we had an argument and she was like, okay, I'm not seeing Jack for like eight months. And I didn't speak to her for nearly a year or see it or anything. Wow. Um, but like, it was always that I could literally do anything at my mum's and my dad would never shout at me or punish me for that. So it was kind of like. I got to just get out all my... Because every kid wants... Like, I think every kid wants to be, 
like naughty or whatever at that point and so like I got all of that out at my mum's and then at my dad's I was like this like angel child yeah that never does anything wrong and then yeah so that was like that was that like but like with school and everything I was always just like a good it wasn't like dumb but I could have tried harder like but I wasn't yeah I was always like good at school and everything it's just with my mum I was a bit evil mm. So what what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> like when you were a kid, what did you uh, want to be? Well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a footballer. Yeah. I think every single boy in England. Um, <laughs> For anyone who's uh, normal, that's soccer. <laughs> anyone who's normal. <laughs> you use your feet and kick the ball. It's football. Continue. <laughs> So you wanted to be a um, soccer player? <laughs> yes. And then I wanted to be a wrestler. Interesting. Like WWE, not like actual wrestling. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to be a film director, and that was the one that actually stuck. And that was the one that I went to like pursue. I, I couldn't really do much with that until year 12, which is 16. Because like, I had to just do normal studies and like with drama I didn't bother learning any of that because I was not going to stand up in front of my class and be an actor. <laughs> um, and then I studied film, I enjoyed it and then I went to uni to do it and just hated it. I don't know why, I just really hated, as I, I knew I still wanted to work in film but I just hated doing, it was independent filmmaking. So it wasn't, it was like learning how to make films on a very small budget and I just didn't like it. Yeah. I, I imagine it would be different if I had the kind of budget that like big directors have now, but I just didn't enjoy it. And then now I just want to work on like CGI for films. I just, there's no real like moment where I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I always wanted to kind of do YouTube as well from when, like, from when, like, it was kind of becoming a thing, but it was always, like, if you did high, if you did YouTube in high school, you're weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that... Especially over here. I didn't really know anyone through high school that did YouTube. Interesting. No, I, I, I knew one person that tried it, and he got fucking bullied for it, so. Oh, really? Gosh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, another thing that I I uh, wanted to do, or not necessarily wanted to do. So my mum, my mum is a beauty therapist, and she owned a beauty salon for about fifteen years. So um, I I worked there for eight years, and I knew that I never wanted to be like make that a career. But that was kind of that was a big part of my growing up, like my my upbringing. I did um, I was a hair and makeup artist for weddings and stuff like that and special events um, and did my waxing course did tinting it was cool, it was fun <laughs> so, so another thing we haven't mentioned is you do SFX makeup and stuff oh yeah, the special effects makeup well, you know what's funny I've I've only actually done special effects makeup twice no, three times ever Yeah. <laughs> I kind of just like sat down and watched a YouTube video on it and um, copied the YouTube video, and it, it worked out 
So, but I put that down to having previous makeup experience. Is that on your Instagram? I think I've seen it, but I don't know if you sent it to me or I stalked you. Uh, I think I sent it to you. Oh, it, right, okay. it is on one of my stories, I think. All right, I don't I, I mean, I don't think I checked them, so. Yeah. Um. So, like, high school, well, not high school, you can talk about primary school, but I mean, primary school's pretty Just boring. Say, like, school. <laughs> what, how was school socially? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, school was, so, got bullied a fair bit through primary school, but, um, that's because I was a weirdo. <laughs> um, so are a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I chose my high school specifically because no one, or sorry, one girl from my primary school went there. I, I went to the only school that, um, like, not many of the other people from primary school went to. So um, the first two years of high school, they, they weren't bad. Um, I kind of just chilled with the nerd group all the time. <laughs> I was a nerd. Um, we used to just hang out and play handball. There were probably like four of us, um, or four of us girls. And then, um, in, from year nine onwards, it went downhill very quick. Um, yeah, it went downhill very quick. Um, I don't have to. I should, no, I, sh I, sh I, sh I should. Um, so, there was. <laughs> It's weird talking about it, knowing that people are going to hear this. Um, so there was... Well, we, uh, I mean, chance we just don't post this anyway. Yeah, so. true. Yeah. Um, so this guy asked me out and I said no. And uh, the, there was this girl that liked him and had liked him for a very long time. So she was pissed off that he'd asked me out. Um, and then to make him not like me, <laughs> she said that I'd slept with four guys over the weekend, <laughs> which, um, happened to be on a weekend that I was actually in hospital because I had an asthma attack. Um, so on the Monday I didn't go into school because I'd been in hospital all weekend. Um, and I got a call from a friend and she was like, oh, so how was your weekend? And me being me, I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, I was in hospital. It was so terrible. I was like, yeah, not bad. Cause it was just a quick conversation. I was like, oh yeah, not bad. Um, and she, she was just like, yeah, I heard and hung up. <laughs> and at first I was like, um, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> just like, didn't really think anything of it. Um, and then yeah, went to school on, on the Tuesday and heard all about it, but I didn't like, I didn't care for it. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I went home, told mum about it, and mum was like, oh, doctors, hey? They must have been doctors because we're in the hospital. Good on you. <laughs> like, just making a joke of it. And so my approach to the rumours were, like, it was it was funny. I was like, whatever. No one's going to believe that. Um, very quickly found out that everyone believed that. And um, a lot of guys at my school who were virgins, who had been paid out for being virgins, then decided to jump on the band bandwagon thinking, well, everyone thinks Britney's a slut anyway. <laughs> so um, they, a lot of them had said that they'd slept with me as well. Um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And as, as I said, like even after it went on for a while, I kind of just had this sort of whatever approach to it. 
because I was like, oh, well, there's no point. There's no point fighting against it. I'm just going to, like, if someone asks, I'm obviously going to say, no, that's not true. You're an idiot for believing it. But I didn't go out of my way to stop the rumours. Um, and I I kind of regret that now because I think if I tried to get on top of it, it would have been a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, this went on for a couple of years and I, I lost all of my friends because of it because they thought I'd steal their boyfriend sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and then in year... The first first week of year 11, um, this chick that I, I didn't really know her. She was in the grade below and she was just like pretty scary to be, to be completely honest. Um, she, her and a like freaking massive bunch of people were walking towards me as I was walking back to class and she was like screaming at me from from a distance but because I didn't know her at, or know what her problem was I turned around to see if, like who she was yelling at and when I turned back she just punched me straight in the face <laughs> oh good times um but yeah then after that I was finally like to mum and dad like see will you let me move schools now like seriously <laughs> and then that's when I moved to a college which is specifically for year 11 and 12 um, in a, in oh wait, you um, sorry. You said that it, it didn't really bother you, and you just like brushed it off. But did you like actively like speak to parents about moving school? Yes, yeah, I'd spoken to parents about moving schools just because it was because I'd lost all my friends there as well. It wasn't so much like the rumors were annoying, and especially because like people would like walk past me and like call me a slut, and like I had people that would walk behind me and like spit on the back of my feet. Like it was, it was pretty gross, um, but oh, so you so like it wasn't just the rumors like you were like, no people really were nasty, disliked. yeah, okay. yeah. But like my my parents had always taught me not to run away from that sort of stuff to just kind of toughen up and get over it. Um, but yeah, once I got punched in the face, I was like, ah. so mum picked me up that afternoon and she was like, oh, why aren't you in your school dress anymore? <laughs> and I was like, well. I got punched in the face and I bled all over my school dress. Like my nose just did not stop. It bled everywhere. <laughs> and I'd never had a blood nose before. So I was just like, whoa, <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, then mum and dad let me move schools and I moved to a college, which is year 11 and 12. So from 17 to 18. Um, and that's why I had to repeat as well, because it was halfway through the year when I moved and I moved because I was right on the border of two different states, I moved into the other state school. So they had like different schooling methods and stuff. So yeah, anyway. Um, and moving was, the, moving to that school was the best thing ever. I loved school after that. Like I still had people who would um, be dickheads and some, like sometimes we had someone move to the school that was from my previous school and they'd, try spread the rumor and rumors and stuff but I got onto it a lot quicker after that and um shut it down very quickly but yeah so um I'll ask a boring question no no parents say that high school is the best year of your life uh, best years of your life was it no no even 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 year 11 and 12 like year year 11 and 12 I look back on now and think oh I'd love to go back and like relive some of those moments just because it was really fun 
very carefree, like, oh, it was amazing. And especially because the college I went to, it was like no uniform. You call your teachers by your first na- by their first names. It was really, really relaxed and awesome. And I had a real, like, I didn't have a solid group of friends there. I kind of just floated from group to group, like, whenever whenever I felt like it, which was good. I really enjoyed that. Most of my time I spent in yeah. the music room anyway. But, um, no, it was, I definitely wouldn't say they were the best years of my life. <laughs> One of those kids that was always in the music yeah, I was always in the music room. And our music teacher, I really hope none of my teachers watch this, uh, listen to this. Um, my music teacher, he was great, but he was the biggest pothead. I freaking, oh my God. You, you'd walk into class and he wasn't there, but he'd left the door unlocked. So we'd go in and we'd we'd do, um, do whatever assessments we had to do and stuff like that. And um, his office was attached to the class. Like it was a part of the class. He, The door was in our classroom and he'd randomly like an hour into the lesson walk out of his office which we didn't even know he was in there walk out of his office playing a banjo walk around the class playing a song walk back into his office close the door and we wouldn't see him again it was so random but he was so awesome (laughs) it was really cool i am getting like jack black school of it was so funny though but it was um it was good in a way because even though i loved music i i suck at assignments i will not do assignments and so he'd come to me and he'd be like oh Brittany, i would like i haven't got your assignment i'd be like what i'll put it on your desk like just pull that and you'd be like oh oh okay and just assume that he hadn't seen it and he'd give me an average of whatever the rest of the class got. And I feel so bad now for taking advantage of it because he was so, like, so gullible. And, like, not gullible, but so naive. He really he really trusted yeah. all of his students. So I feel really, really bad for taking advantage of it now. Um, but yeah. at the time, I was like, it's not... Makes, makes life easier for him too because he doesn't have to mark my assessment. <laughs> More time for him to do his stuff. <laughs> Oh dear. What about you? <laughs> how was um, how was school for you socially? Primary school was fine. Um, so that's up till your ten. That was fine. Year seven, eight, nine. So ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. That was all fine as well. And then probably the same as you, year nine, when relationships started getting involved, is when it got weird. Mm. But I, I would never say. It's really not like my story is definitely not as long as yours. Um, I'd never That's say like I was. See, like I don't know. Like I think if I explained it, um, I'd people would be like, "Oh yeah, you were bullied," but I don't think I was. There was never like any dread of going in school or anything. I still had a group of mates, and I'm still in contact with three at least now. I just, I I wasn't liked. I think there was definitely more people that disliked me than liked me. And they would let me know about it. And there was times when teachers were like, okay, you, you need to stay inside today because things might happen if you don't. But like, I was never in a fight. I was never like hit randomly. I was never even like really called names. If someone had an issue with me, they did message me. Like, it was never like, it was never like a massive scene in school. It was actually quite like simple, if mm. you get me. Like, I yeah. wouldn't say that 
I wouldn't go back, and it was definitely the worst time of my life. I hated high school. Um, but I really just don't... I don't know, like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. Like, there was some days when I was just like, oh, I can't be arsed with this today. But there was honestly never, like... I was just, like, liked by teachers, liked by my friends. Went out drinking, definitely, at the right ages with my friends and stuff. Like, it was nothing... It was relatively normal for me. Mm. Um, I was like, had really bad anxiety and stuff like that. But other than that, and that probably made it ten times worse in my head than it actually was at the time. Yeah. But I still wouldn't like to run into people from high school now. But I think that's just anxiety. Like no one cares anymore. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to feel that way though. Um, another thing I forgot to mention is that um, I probably fueled the rumors a lot because most of my friends were guys, and because I, because I played COD, like I've I've played COD since I was in primary school, um, I'd like that I'd have guy friends come over and we'd play COD like that. That was always a normal yeah, thing had, to me. If you had a friend, if you had a friend that was the opposite gender in high school, then you were automatically with them to yeah. other people. Yeah. Exactly, which made it hard. One thing that um, we should touch on as well is um, like cyberbullying. When when the rumors were going around, I remember the 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 worst part of it wasn't people being mean to my face. It was people making statuses about me and posting photos of me that like they'd taken behind my back and stuff. It was yeah, just people being really nasty. And um, a lot of the people would even tag me in these posts and then people from other schools then were just like, oh, this chick's, like, this chick's a slut, all that sort of stuff. And they'd be really nasty over that, like, over Facebook. Yeah. Um, I, oh, shit, I had a really good question. I was going to be, I was proud of my question and it's gone. Oh, yeah, cyberbullying stuff, like, it never happened to me. Um... It's never it never happened to anyone I know, but I've seen it like you know on Twitch. Let's like, say on Twitch you can get it. Um, yeah. Well, I don't, but like, people do, and it's just dumb as fuck. Oh, and the video. There was a video of me when I got punched in the face, and um, <laughs> I uh, I kind of <laughs> when I got punched in the face, I kind of I I weed myself, <laughs> and um, so that's on video. <laughs> <laughs> and that got posted on YouTube and everything like that. I've never seen it, but um, I, I you've never seen it. I've like, never seen it. I would love to see it. it. I know. I just never saw. It. I would like at the time. I definitely wouldn't have wanted to see it. It knocks me sick. Even now, thinking about it, it makes me feel like a bit sick. Yeah. But I w- I would really <laughs> want to see it because I just remember so vividly like. Getting like getting punched, and then um, I felt that I'd weed myself, so I crouched down to cover up that I'd <laughs> weed myself, and I just remember like holding onto my face, and then as I pulled away and saw the blood, I was like, "Ow!" Like <laughs> that's all I remember from it. And then like yeah. there was one girl, one girl who hadn't like stopped talking to me, and her name was Amy. And she came and like helped me up and took me to the took me to the principal's office and oh yeah I, I want I want to watch the video just to actually see if my memory is correct like if that's 
how it played out because like when adrenaline's rushing you don't your memory isn't always correct (laughs) yeah yeah and then i'd say like college was normal college here is different college here is Mm -hmm. 16 to 18 um and that was just that was normal like there was only like 30 people at our college and there is some stuff that happened but wasn't like about me and Mm. like it was about other people so i'm not gonna speak about it but um yeah like for me it was normal it was college i'd do college again i'd go back to college 100 like, yeah but then again i wouldn't want to change where i'm at so i wouldn't risk going back and adjusting past yeah i think of that as well i think like yeah i could have made high school better for me but would that have made after high school better it'd be really really easy to go back to high school now and make it better mm. for college or whatever, but I wouldn't want to because I'm happy. Well, I'm, I'm good now with where I'm at. Yeah, no, exactly. I know what you mean. Like, it's it's funny. I see a lot of people from school now who, like, people who used to be bullies and um, I just remember them doing so well in school and just, like, really thriving socially and academically and um they're like i have not to sort of oh how would i say this trying to think of the nicest way possible to say this (laughs) there so there were girls that used to call me fat through through high school um i most definitely was not fat but they used to call me fat all the time and um one of them served me at a bar recently and um they're they're not doing too well in the fitness side of things like (laughs) that sounds horrible because like she may be 100 percent happy with that which is fine but i think it's just funny because she used to call me fat so essentially i'll say it because i don't know the people (laughs) essentially what you're saying is like she might be perfectly happy in that scape she's happy that is great um but she used to call you fat and that's she's bigger than you yeah yeah exactly okay and and like i if i had seen her and she wasn't someone who bullied me i wouldn't look at her and think she was fat at all like she's not fat but she's definitely bigger than me and she used to call me fat so it's just like haha like at the time i was like yeah bitch (laughs) i feel bad but like i don't feel bad for her stuff her but like (laughs) If I always feel awkward calling people fat, because it's very not only is it very subjective, but it's also very a very sensitive topic in today's society. It is, and um, I feel like it shouldn't be as sensitive. No, because it it's. But I guess I guess I because I a lot of people like... say people are fat, even when they're not fat, and like they could still be fit and healthy. But they've just got a different body type, and that's that's yeah, where but I it feel becomes like a blurred line. If people are so like people are so like sensitive about it that I feel like people are more self conscious when they do put on a bit of weight and stuff like mm. and like it's always been a, like a thing for me that like, if you're happy with what you're at, you're happy. But if you if you do complain about being bigger or whatever, like I I complain that like, I put on weight since. Um, lockdown and stuff and I complain about it but like I can change that 
like you can i know some people can't some people have conditions and whatever and that is like absolutely fine yeah but i think like you can change things and like yeah. it's hard it's really hard to lose weight but if you really really do have an issue you yeah like like i see see girls who if i was their size i would consider myself as overweight or they're probably yeah. medically overweight but like i don't look at them and think they're fat especially if they're like rocking an outfit that like i i see so many people that are like oh my god you shouldn't be wearing that that's for skinny people like no 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 people can wear whatever the freaking hell they want sort of thing <laughs> If we're going off technical, like off medical, I'm overweight, but I wouldn't say yeah. that. But it doesn't bother me. Like, but like yeah. I'd say that like, I know, like it's not silly, but like realistically, height should be a more sensitive topic than weight. You can't change your height. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. If you really, really hate being small, you, you can't change that. Exactly right. But you can change your weight. Or, yeah. But like I said, like it is really hard, and some people have conditions where they can't, and that's fine. Yeah. And it is easier for some people than others. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, and and when it's got to do with health, as well, like it's the same as shaming people for being anorexic, like you shouldn't do that, but like it's also, a, like it's a medical problem. Yeah, like I think I saw this thing, and I think that's this is the issue with um, it's completely fine to like for a guy to guys type to be skinnier girls. But um, I saw this thing, and like this girl was saying, if you're into skinnier girls, don't say, no, I'm not into big girls, say, my type is skinny girls. Like, I don't know why, like, wording it like that matters, but no, apparently. I feel like that me. makes no difference, like, saying you're into skinny girls or saying you don't like big girls. Like, I think it's the sense of, like, if you say, oh, I'm not into fat girls, it's kind of like fat shaming, I guess. But um, if you say that my type is skinnier girls, you're not. I mean, I know you're saying the same thing, but I think you're saying it in a nicer way. Yeah, I guess, but yeah. it's like a—I don't understand. It's it, a weird, that, a like roundabout way to get like a loophole, yeah. I guess. I don't know. No, it's just weird. Like, if someone's happy, just leave them alone. Yeah, no, that that is exactly right. That's that's actually a topic that I addressed recently on Instagram. You know how they were posting all the black and white, like girls posting black and white photos, and it was to acknowledge women supporting other women and all that sort of stuff. Well, you were supposed to post a black and white photo and then um, just hashtag women empowering women or something like that and nothing else. But I did this massive ass <laughs> description, uh, caption, sorry, um, explaining like, uh, I know it definitely happens with girls and guys, but I can speak from the girl side of it. Um, girls, will frequently preach that they need to support each other. Like, oh, we're in this together. We need to support each other. But the problem is we see each other as competition. And it's just a natural instinct, but uh, it's very toxic and it's horrible. And that's something I've been trying to get out of because especially in a male-dominated work environment, if I see another girl, instead of it being like, oh, my God, there's another girl. Yes, we're best friends. Let's go get coffee. I see another girl and I'm like, what is she doing here? Like, not necessarily like that, but I I question their their um I guess reasons for being there, and feel like they their competition straight away. And even if 
I'm nice to their face and even like if we're nice to each other's face there's still that sort of sizing each other up and trying to be better than the other person so recently like the past year I've really recognized that and um kind of stopped it (laughs) instead of instead of looking at another woman and being like oh how can I be better than her like and and picking at their flaws to make myself feel better like I look at someone and think, oh, wow, that person's really beautiful. And um, instead of when they do something good, thinking, oh, they've only done it because of this, like they have ulterior motives or they got it because of this and this, like making up reasons and excuses as to why they've got that. I just think, oh, that's really great that they're like doing that and really praising and appreciating what they do and thinking of it more as like, wow, this person is so inspirational and they're putting goodness into the world. I, I'd like to do that too. And I'd like to encourage them to continue doing that because it's like, it's benefiting me. It's putting good into the world, that sort of thing. It's But it's really yeah. hard to kind of get out of that toxic well, I'd mentality. Say if I'm going to speak for men, mm-hmm. I'd say there's not like a big thing on like men need to support each other because we do. Yeah, I I don't like like, I don't know about like strangers but like like, I've seen girls support their girlfriends I just every guy I know will support and like I see like like, equally like it sounds like a dumb thing but if you're on a night out and you're speaking to a girl like a a random guy makes eye contact with you it'll just look at you and be like it'll just like give you a nod like and like support you and what you're doing and stuff. Yeah, and for girls, it's that's definitely not the case. If a girl's talking yeah. to gu- to a guy, it's this instant sort of, or from experience at least, it's this instant. Everyone else, all the other girls, give you this real judgy sort of. Oh, I've even seen like if a girl is speaking to a girl on a night, a guy on a night out, her girlfriends will go over and like pull her away. Yeah, I understand you're on a night out with your girls, you want to stay out with them, but like if the like. They're not supporting them in like they're taking them away from something. Like if I'm speaking to a girl on a night out, my my mates will just let me carry on. Yeah, like I I try and encourage it. I'm like, go on, get out there. <laughs> but, I just yeah, I don't mm. think it's a big thing for guys because it's just kind of automatically is a thing. Mm. But I'd say um, if talking about Twitch is different. Yeah. For that, it's like girls really support other girls on Twitch. Really? Like, they really do? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that is... I don't know if is... I'm wrong. No, I don't think that's the case at all. I I feel like there are very... Like, they, we've, we have been lucky enough to find a group of girls who support other girls on Twitch, but I, I feel like a lot of the girls that do preach this supporting other girls uh, and other female streamers, they'll say that, but won't genuinely... Like... They look at it as I'll support this person until they become competition, or I'll support this person. Uh, like there are girls out there who genuinely want to support other girl streamers, but um, like there are some that are like I'll support this person until they become competition, or until they look like they're doing better than I am, and then is that I'll stop? Sorry, uh, with the. Twitch though is that just girls? Because like, say no, I get to no, that's girls the same guys. amount of follow. Yeah, I was gonna say if I get the same amount of followers that you and the same amount of views and playing the same game, mm. 
that I'm just as much competition as a girl. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a, like I I initially when I first started like getting good viewership and um, and rating people, I I always raid smaller streamers, but initially that motive was like if I oh no scratch that because that's that doesn't actually make sense. So would you okay if you can uh, would you like stop raiding smaller once they got to the same size as you and is that because like because I, I get what you mean i raid smaller channels and if they get bigger i don't stop raiding them because they're bigger i stop raiding them because i want to help out smaller people yeah i know exactly what you mean initially i used to like if if someone had started about the same time as me and suddenly they're getting more viewers i'm like oh what the hell like i'm not gonna not gonna raid them but i think that Overall, I still still think that, but not in in a competition way. It's more in a like, oh, I'm going to raid someone who has some, like less viewers to support them as well, so that we're all lifting each other up equally, and it's not just like one person getting it at all. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like this this part I'm not putting across properly at all. I think kind of get what you mean. Just like this. No offense, by the way. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd raid you. No. If no. you've got 60 viewers and I've got 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it helps you out, but still, what's the point? Yeah. And to be fair, most of, my, most of the people that watch me already follow you, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I'd rather raid someone that has free. Yeah. And, like, tri triple their viewer count from And it feels so much better raiding someone who's got and, less. like, not, like, this isn't you. I'm saying, like, Someone that has three viewers will just automatically appreciate that so much more than someone who has 60. Exactly, yeah. No, that is so true. But yeah, so like I'll stop. Like, I won't necessarily stop raiding people once to get It's more I'll look for other people. If there's a stream when I just can't be bothered looking and there's someone on the side that I'm already, like, someone that I follow, and they're bigger than me, I will just raid them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, no, that makes sense. I totally agree. Yeah, I don't like the competition, like the girl competition and everything is always confused. I'll ask the cliche question that everyone, everyone in the world asks. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> um, that is very, very hard because at the moment I... I'm at a little bit of a crossroad, I guess. Um, there are a bunch of decisions that I need to make. And um, so there are probably like three or four places where I possibly see myself in five years' time. Um, I'm, I'm like, name one of them because that would be staying on like current path. Um, in five years' time, I see myself either working... Um, as like in a managerial role in the like in marketing in the company I'm working with at the moment and also um working harder on Twitch. You still see yourself doing Twitch in five years? Yes, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. My I'm i I'm getting closer to partner. My average viewership at the moment is fifty two. Minus so six. Insane. So you know we're both on the road. That's oh. freaking awesome. No, dude, I remember being at six and it was such a good feeling. Like, seriously. Um. So, yeah, you still see yourself doing Twitch in five years. So you will be 29. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely see myself still doing Twitch, um, and possibly still, um, doing marketing in defense industry. But if not, if I'm not still doing marketing in defense industry, then I see myself being. Yeah, I was just about to say, if you're career. still doing, if you're still going to be doing Twitch in five years, there is no way you're going to. Well, I know, like you still be doing you're marketing. You're not going to. Well, it's hard to. You're not going to need to do other things. From a, exactly, from from a fi- like obviously, true. if you want to, then do it. But like from a financial standpoint. You probably won't need. Mm, yeah. Books. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, those are, those are two of the four, I guess, possibilities at the moment. What about you? Still see yourself in Australia, in like where you are now. Like I mean, like not where I am now. No, no. Especially because Brad's in the Air Force, um, so definitely not posted in the same spot yeah okay cool um yeah. oh god knows um ideally working in visual effects ideally working on films by that point if i could pick not in england yeah whereabouts where where would you live other than Canada. england mm-hmm. I'd, li- yeah, <laughs> I'd live in australia but it's not really the best place for it um canada or Wow, I forgot the other place. New Zealand is a good place. Um, yeah. New Zealand, yeah, fair. New Zealand's um, beautiful. I oh. don't see myself doing Twitch. Really, in five years' time? No. Wow. I just fair. I think fair enough. If I did do Twitch in five years, I think it'd be different. I think I'd just mm. like stream, like doing artwork or something. That of games, I don't yeah, know. Okay. I mean, there is no like. No, that's cool. There's no reason why not. I, I mean, there's a big chance I still do Twitch, and it's not in the sense that I don't enjoy it. I just feel like eventually I'll stop. Yeah, and especially if you're very like you're very set on this career that you're carving for yourself, like it it makes sense. Yeah, like Twitch is never a thing I'd want to do full time. I think we spoke about that in the first episode. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if that is I it, think so. Thank you guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Dingbat Discussions. I, we really hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you guys want to check us out anywhere other than podcasts, go check us out on Instagram and Twitch. Those are our main platforms. We've got Twitter as well. We'll chuck all the links below I mean, I anyway. Think... I am. Sorry. Before we, before no, that's we, end, okay. we haven't actually said it, um, the support on the first one was insane. And yeah. yeah, thank you guys so much. So, so much for the support on the first and episode. Like, we, yeah, got we got so much feedback. And like, no, I'm not saying like, I mean, negative feedback is good, but we've not had any. Like, it was all positive. Mm. It was all positive or constructive. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know if you ever want to feature on the podcast or if you have any topics that you want us to touch on in future podcasts, because we're, we're most likely going to run out of ideas. So we, we need your help, please <laughs> help. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, guys, we'll catch you next time or on one of our streams. Bye. Bye.